Welcome back, Kittas Valley Sports Talk fans. Here is Eric Sorensen, John Goodat, Sammy Henderson on the board for your Kittas Valley Sports Talk rodeo episode, NFR preview, brought to you by McGregor Company. And brought to you by the personalities of John and Country. Absolutely. You're welcome for the next however long this takes in your ears right. in your car stereos. Guys, what a, what a great week. A week that we didn't know that would potentially happen. I know I was very ecstatic when we found out it was going to happen. And even yep. leading up to this week, I was like, oh, I hope it happens. Uh, I know. Finally, we get something to look forward to. We got some, you know, we got a few rodeos to watch on the Cowboy Channel this summer. But the NFR is happening starting in just two days. Just a little bit. Yeah, we're recording this on a Tuesday yep. afternoon. And, and a little bit. Obviously, everything is different. Uh, so many cancellations, different payouts, different money. Um, and shoot, it, NFR is back in Texas since 1962, I think it was. Or wow. And moved from Dallas to Oklahoma City. And if anybody knows my history, it's at a baseball stadium. Yeah. That's so awesome. Low blight field. So that's yeah. going to have to be a new bucket list uh, for you since it's uh, brand new, right? Yes. I'm wishing this was a normal year. Uh, even if we didn't have a new kid, we might have considered going. But uh, yeah, to go see the brand new baseball stadium yeah. with a rodeo going on in yeah. it. Oh, yeah. that would have been so cool. I've seen the pictures. Yeah, I was going to say yeah. uh, time-lapse videos and everything yep. like that. So that's that's one of the big things, is, and we'll talk about it here in just a second, but just like in that, that NFR arena in the Thomas & Mack is a basketball mm-hmm. size yeah. for, for what is, or, you know, for lack of a better term. And, and uh, so now when we have literally a baseball infield to play with, um, I mean – what are we going to do with it's, all the space? It's going to be big, and I don't think the scores are going to be. That's one thing you got to realize: the scores aren't going to be as as quick, just for the simple fact that you're on a full infield surface. Yeah, they're going to be longer, and I'm excited to see. It's interesting, two different shoots. It makes sense. Team roping, you can't be where the calf ropers are. Yep. This setup, and yeah, and uh, it's going to be cool. And and for those of you who don't know, if you ever see an aerial video of this barn, which is, is a complete irrelevant fact, but the stadium itself looks like a horse barn. Uh, I haven't taken that yeah, of a look. It kind of sl- it looks like a barn. So when you guys see that, you're like, "Oh, Eric was right. That's cool." I, you know, I've <laughs> seen the stadium it fits from the in road. Texas. Right. When I was in Texas in mm-hmm. in uh, January, February, <laughs> looks cool. You know, it's yeah. part of that whole complex of the old baseball stadium, which is still what 25 years old. Right. Right. And then Jerry World, where the Cowboys play. I mean, that's like five billion dollars worth of improvements in the last 20 years. Yeah. Uh, I did not know it looks like a horse barn. Yeah, it uh, looks like a big barn. All right. So it's good to You're know. You're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah. What did you learn today? Eric told me the stadium looks like a barn. So <laughs> you guys are welcome up there. Texas builds <laughs> barns for <laughs> $2 billion. That's right. Yeah. With the air conditioning. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, no, I think, uh, you know, last year we had a pretty big episode. It was yep. awesome. We had all the people. But I think we're going to get some of those guys here as the, the winter goes on. Had yep. We didn't want to bother them this week. It's yep. kind of busy. Uh, I did see a very funny one by a friend of the pod. Uh, on his Instagram story this morning, uh, okay. Mr. Tyson Derby. I'm familiar with him. He was on his way to practice the most treacherous part of rodeo, the grand opening. Oh, yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Everybody's seen that. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So uh, I saw they were practicing that today. So they are going to do that because I heard mm-hmm. rumors that uh, they weren't going to do it because of COVID and all that. Yeah. According yeah. to his, he was going to practice it, and I saw a picture on the social media today. So You know what? And he's joking, but he's also serious. So those yeah. guys won't run. Like, yeah. Tyson won't be riding uh, Mitch or, or is it Nico? Mm-hmm. Uh, he'll probably be, you know, riding one of his green horses because – where the injuries happen or right. the the once in a balloon moon freak accidents happen so right. that's part of the reason you show up early to the Ellensburg rodeo 
see what's going to happen in the entry. Exactly. It's kind of interesting. Exactly. Some of the best rodeo happens uh, during that during, part. During the grand entry. <laughs> Absolutely. You know? Which uh, rodeo board member's horse gets spooked? Yep. Which posse mm-hmm. member uh, um, has to, you know, take care of queens yep. that, uh, or royalty that gets in trouble? I, I totally get it. Totally get it. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Well, we have made a list of some of the things that we are most excited to watch yep. through this week of rodeo coming up. Um, I know a lot's going on. Ten we got days of gloriousness. Oh, we got something to watch every night. Every night. We got DVR is going to get full because we don't usually watch anything. Uh, my biggest concern is I don't know when the start time is, but we have a brand new baby and a kid, and I fall asleep as soon as I hit the recliner. I so. can tell you what. <laughs> this is, a, okay, a silver lining mm-hmm. of 2020 just blowing everything up is – it's central. It's in central time, oh. so it's still a six forty-five kickoff, but six forty-five central time rather All than, right. or I say kickoff, right? Uh, shoot openings, yeah. First so uh, it's, you're going to be uh, logging in at four forty-five every day. Okay, so you probably still awake. fall asleep, but maybe yeah. around the the cap rope. But Ellie will still be awake enough to jump on me and make sure I'm awake. Yeah, and yeah. I won't get sent to bed because exactly. I'm snoring. So. Shouldn't have brought that fact up for you guys, but you're welcome. <laughs> All right. We flipped a coin. We still don't know the results because it never came down. But, John, how about you go first with your first first point you're excited for? First point that I'm excited for. I mean, it, you asked me for three. Mm-hmm. I jokingly said 17, but there's <laughs> tons of them here. So this is the slimmest lead that uh, six-time defending world champion Sage Kimsey has had mm-hmm. in bull riding. I mean, obviously, this is, we're comparing – Apples to oranges, just because this year is is so different. But uh, um, you know, he's. I mean, there's been times when he's come in with fifty to a hundred thousand dollar leads. Mm-hmm. This year, he's only got a uh, shoot twenty nine hundred dollar lead over Kai Hamilton, mm. which, I mean, that's going to be made up in in uh, in one go round mm-hmm. easily. So there's a good chance that. Uh, um, there's a good chance that we're going to see him drop in the standings, uh, and then we'll just see how the uh, the ten rounds of the uh, the average plays out. So, um, off the top of my head, and I got to find it on my app, but off the top of my head, uh, you know, I know the go round payouts are a little bit sh- uh, not as lucrative this year, just because there's not as much added money. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you, COVID. <laughs> but uh, that's the biggest thing is, I mean, he every. Every one of those guys have a target on their back, no matter if you're Sage Kimsey or if you're Wynn Ratliff, who's coming in with the the lowest amount of money won out of all the events. So it doesn't matter who you're, who you are, but it, you know all eyes are going to be on Kimsey no matter what. And uh, I just uh, I don't know if that makes him worried. I've talked with him many many times, and uh, that guy's got so much confidence that. Um, I don't know if he's worried. I'm I'm sure he's aware of it, but I don't, I wouldn't consider him worried. I know that we'll be rooting for Roscoe Jarbo in the Sorensen household because he was in the money of what was left over on our fantasy rodeo pick. So his name's Roscoe. So I just want to throw that Roscoe aside. Jarbo. Yeah, he's one of the greatest names uh, oh, out yeah. there. That one of the Boudreaux. greatest names. That yep. and Boudreaux Camel. Okay, my first point I wanted to bring up out of my three was a guy that's a friend of the podcast, Tyson Durfee. Yep, hoping to have him on here again here soon. Uh, came into this thing sitting 12th in the world, but I think I've always root for him. I'll always root for him and what he stands for and everything he does. But I, before you guys got here, I was started looking up Shad Mayfield highlights on YouTube. Yeah. An athlete. Yeah. He's a stud. And he's got 
a pretty good lead right now. Yeah, he does. I, I think it's roughly about 90 grand. Yeah. And Tough Cooper's going to give him a – I think that'll be – I mean, he always is going to have a good shot, you know, depending on how the week goes. And there's a lot of good people following him, but I just I just feel like he's going to be able to hold his own and not run away with it. Or run away with it and no one's going to catch him. Yeah, and, you know, Shad had um, – uh, I want to say, was it last year we tied the arena record here? I think uh, 7.4, 7.5 seconds in the second round, if I remember correctly. So, I mean – and he's he's won the American. He's he's done really well in big money uh, rodeos. So, um, and the fact that he's just got a I won't say insurmountable lead, but significant lead. Um, Ninety grand is going to be tough to overcome, even for guys like Tough Cooper, who's a three-time world uh, champion himself. And so, mm-hmm. um, yeah. But you know, that's also nice to see. I want to call Shad new blood uh but he's definitely coming into the nfr number one and so um that's new for this year at least and so uh, even though he's got only a couple of years of pro rodeo in him um you know it, it's nice to see somebody mixing it up and and uh challenging guys like you know tyson who you know 2016 world champion tough cooper multiple time world champion caleb schmidt i think is fifth or sixth this year, you know, two-time world champion. So, mm-hmm. who knows? Who knows? But I agree with you. Shad is going to be awesome. What's your uh, second point you got for My us? second point, as I'm pulling up my notes here, all around, which I believe is your second point as well. Uh, yes. The, the all-around crown. So, you know, some guy, I don't know if you're familiar with the name, Trevor <laughs> Brazil. Yes. Uh, he's, he's won a couple of, a uh, couple of times, 20, uh, 25 world championships. And, and, uh, um, he, you know, of those world titles, he, 25, 26, mm-hmm. I honestly, a I, lot. Yeah. A lot, a lot more than me, more yeah, than me. a few more, about 38 <laughs> more than I have, <laughs> you know, he won the all around 14 times out of the last 20 years. And, um, now are we seeing kind of a, a migration to, you know, that's mostly dominated by timed event Cowboys, but Stetson Wright won it last year, uh, you know, a rough stock Cowboy. He's in the running to, to win it again uh, this year. He's battling Tough Cooper and and uh, Clay Smith. Um, Tough is, you know, um, leading the world right now, but mm-hmm. um, Stetson will have two times, you know, he's in the saddle bronc and, and the bull riding and shoot, I mean – he wins fifty grand in each of them. I mean, who knows? Yeah, uh, that's gonna that's gonna put some pressure on tough. So that's I got Stetson Wright coming from getting him, but that's gonna be a heck of a choice. I mean, he's seventy five thousand behind tough, and tough's gonna have to have some misses. I feel like, but there's a really good chance for for Stetson to make so some moves in this thing. And from a strategy standpoint, so if I remember correctly, last month's uh, steer roping finals, tough mm-hmm. won like twenty nine thousand. So he, but he's only got one event here in December, whereas Stetson's got two two right. opportunities each night. If I remember right, the steer roping already happened. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's uh, Trevor won that one uh, again <laughs> in Tough one twenty nine grand, and so, um, yeah, so Tough is an all around competitor. So is Clay, but both Tough and Clay Smith will only have one opportunity every night. Where mm-hmm. Stetson's gonna, you know, he could win two checks a night, right. and. Uh, so I think the odds are maybe in his favor, but Tough is in the lead right now. So, um, but you know, watching Stetson do it, you know, the last rough stock guy to 
um, you know, dominate the all around was a uh, you know a bull rider named Ty Murray, and mm. that was in the uh, mid to late nineties when uh, his reign, or at least the the when he was winning, I think he won five or six in a row, seven overall off the top of my head, uh, but five or six in a row, and he was a you know bronc rider and and uh, bull rider, and so be interesting interesting to see if Stetson brings it back to the to the the rough stock side for the next handful of years, and the guy's young. I mean, same athletic ability as Yumi and Sammy, but right. I mean, he's a <laughs> just pure couple of decades younger genius. than us. <laughs> so, yeah, that's uh, that's what that's another uh, race I'm looking forward to. Absolutely. Our third and final point. Third and final point. Um, I was we've already kind of talked about the arena, mm-hmm. um, and I was thinking. So I'll explain what I was thinking. My third point is, but I'm going to segue into something else. So. Mm-hmm. I guess, you know, we've already talked about the arena, much more open um, the compared to the Thomas and Mac. It's a wide open arena to where steers and and, um, and calves can, you know, go left or right instead of uh, just straight. Mm-hmm. And so, but my third point that um, that we'll, we'll uh, touch on is, uh, you know, breakaway. So mm-hmm. this is... Uh, yes. We're we're no strangers to breakaway, and I and I believe your your wonderful wife uh, has thrown a rope or two for herself. Couple times, couple times. And uh, um, but it's good to see it on the uh, on the national stage, on the world stage, if you if you will. And and uh, so I'm glad that we're we're um, we're seeing that being introduced at the at the NFR level. And I've seen more and more rodeos, including Owensburg, bring it into their performance. And uh, the over the last couple of years, and and uh, it's good to see the. Uh, um, you know, the NFR or the PRCA inviting that in there. And, and uh, to me, the odds-on favorite there is is uh, Jackie Crawford, who is a 19-time women's professional rodeo world champion. So uh, I would say maybe she's good. Maybe. Mm-hmm. She is, yeah. And uh, so she's got two, uh, two of those world titles are, are, uh, are in breakaway, and she is second or third. Uh, I don't have the standings in front of me, but uh, um, so she's uh, – Maybe not an odds-on favorite, but she's probably going to be in the mix. All right. I like you. I'm excited about the breakaway being on there. But my third and final point that I've been I've been sitting on this one for a while, and I don't know if it's a hot take because I think a lot of people are probably thinking it. But in the barrel racing, the the pick that I have that's going to win a lot of money. I don't know. She she's forty five thousand behind the leader is Lisa Lockhart. Mm-hmm. That's my sleeper. She's thirteenth in the standings. Uh, had a very tough road to the NFR. You know, she finished 13th uh, without her main horse, was on the DL for most of the summer. Mm-hmm. At one point, she had to stay home due to COVID stuff and wasn't able to get to as many rodeos right. as she wanted. So as a fantasy rodeo fan, I was super pumped to see that. She yeah. cheap. It was a cheap uh, rodeo pick that's a quality one that's going to win some money, and hopefully I win some money on the same thing too. And correct me if I'm wrong, I think this is year number 13 or 14 at the mm-hmm. NFR for her, so different venue, but she understands the the, uh, oh, yeah. the intensity of a yeah. championship rodeo. And, and uh, I've, I've always liked – I mean, there's, there's nobody I don't like, but I've always liked Lisa. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for a while it was Lisa and Louie, her, yeah. her horse, but I think Louie is kind of uh, – Retired. Uh, retired. Mm-hmm. Semi. And semi-retired. And, and so I I don't know her horse off the top of my uh, mm-hmm. head right now, but uh, um, she's always been fun to watch. Yeah. Um, and, and to keep it with barrel, barrel racing, I mean, the number one and number two uh, cowgirls are, are – uh, uh, Brittany Posey-Tanazi, yep. yep. 
who's got two world titles, and Haley Kinzel, who are the last two world titles, and I think they're within a paycheck of each other. Yep. And uh, so I'm really I'm looking forward to seeing who gets – I mean, it could be somebody else, but those two ladies are yeah. uh, have pretty good uh, lead in the standings. Well, just those three alone, and, the, and the everybody else you're seeing on there, that's going to be a tough yep. finals. There's yep. not going to be any gimmies. I'm just taking a bold take. That and I probably jinxed her now because I said all that, but yeah, uh, but it's, no, like, it's it's a tough one. And Haley Kinzel's one that's always had a great yep. NFR. It's yep. hard to bet against her. Haley and her horse sister. I mean, mm. sister might be even more famous than than Haley is, yeah. which is uh, a compliment to her horse. And, mm. and uh, you know, you 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 might have mentioned uh, something called Fantasy Rodeo, which right. uh, I'm competing against you with, and and my pick yeah. for the money winner that was Stevie. Stevie Hillman, okay, who I think is eighth mm-hmm. in the in the world standings. That's uh, right. Correct, well, correct me if I'm wrong. Eight, yeah. And uh, he's good. Um, she uh, she's got a special place in our heart in the Goodat family because she spent some time with uh, my youngest Adeline oh. uh, last year uh, in between rounds at Ellensburg, and and um, um, Adeline likes her because she's the same height and same hair color. So, <laughs> I love yeah. it. That's great. Yeah. Well, John, thank you for talking rodeo with me course i am excited for the next few weeks what's your go-to snack i'm throwing this on you we didn't talk about it you know there's going to be some uh, hydration yep uh um, wait before you go on have you found gold buckle beer in the store yet i see the advertisements and the commercials have not been able to find it you know what let's let's put a call out there yeah if there's gold buckle beer to be had in ellensburg let us know hit us up on uh on on facebook or twitter yes um because i would i would like to Try hydrate it. and hydrate well. Yeah, I'm curious how it tastes. Um, so there's going to be some uh, some some hydration uh, happening. Mm-hmm. Um, usually when I'm watching rodeo, I just feel like I need to eat meat. You know, so right, right. Uh, we'll stake it up every once in a while. All right, maybe some jerky. What about you? Uh, you know, I'm probably going to have to see what Paige is going to cook because it's kind of <laughs> whatever she's feeling right now. She's the boss. So yeah. uh, if she needs me to barbecue some steaks up, I'm more than happy to grab that and do it. And if I need to heat up a great meal from uh, any store in town, I, I'll do yeah. it for her. So yeah. that's the kind of husband I am. <laughs> I will heat up any meal that she wants. <laughs> so, yeah, and I guess I'm gonna, if I stay awake, I'm going to have a nice little soda pop. And, uh, yeah. yep. yep. I think uh, Ellie Stickhorse is going to be the probably the barrel racing champion in the house. Yep. She's been getting that thing out. It was pretty funny when the other friend of the podcast, Nate Sorensen, had a racer the other night with a stick horse. So maybe we'll put that on the instagram later but <laughs> anyway well thank you to mcgregor company for sponsoring our rodeo segment on the kids valley sports talk podcast until next time yes you got an airplane oh i was just gonna say one thing i'm sorry i just totally uh, interrupted your spiel uh 4 i believe is when it, i think the mm-hmm. grand entry is 4 yeah. 5 o'clock mm-hmm. so remember it's not seven o'clock like it always has yeah. been according to pro rodeo it's 6 45 central time and hey we've given our opinions it's twitter Yes. Uh, and Facebook. Tell us if we're wrong. Yeah. You got some know. opinions? Tell us if we're wrong. We're not. We're, we're not, not wrong. I mean, you can say that we're wrong, but you're wrong. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. And we said it. We have a microphone. Sorry to interrupt you. You're good. Yeah. But, I, but I agree with you. Let's get her some fans. Let's get some interaction going on here. We'll get some rodeo comments and threads going throughout the thing. And thank you to Sammy Henderson for running the board today. And until next time, have a good one, folks. so big, this town's so small If you circle the square, you've seen it all There's 
The Kittitas Valley Sports Talk Podcast is part of the Big Country Media Podcast Network. Please check out all episodes anywhere you can get your podcast. And for you iTunes listeners, please rate and review our podcast. Check us out and follow for all your local sports updates on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Kittitas Valley Sports Talk. The official music of Kittitas Valley Sports Talk is brought to you by Austin Jenks. Please go check him out and all of his great music anywhere you can stream music. I'm Ian McGregor of the McGregor Company. There are so many decisions that are required to produce a successful crop, from selecting the right variety, rotation, nutrition, or crop protection, management is a full-time job. At the McGregor Company, we view our role as that of a partner. It's not about making a sale, it's about producing the best crop to help our customers succeed. What we earn here, we invest here, just as we have for more than 130 years. The McGregor Company, your partner for success. Access to moisture is arguably the number one factor limiting yields in our region. Hi, I'm Kat Slois, the Director of Research for the McGregor Company. Phosphorus is critical in developing deep fibrous roots, but largely ties up before ever reaching your plant. Instruct by McGregor's protects and maximizes your phosphorus investment by keeping it more plant available longer. Instruct improves nutrient efficiency, establishes larger roots earlier, and ultimately increases access to soil moisture. The results of Instruct are striking, exclusively at McGregor's.